Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Barrett Sunderizing as part of the SEN commentary team. He's over there covering for it. I had a word with him on air, off air, I should say. I said, I'm cranky. He reckons we should cut him some slack. I say no. Barrett Sunderazen, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. <laughs> no worries at all, guys. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to make you as less cranky as possible. <laughs> let's, let's just give it a go. Good luck Mate, with that. Already doing that by just having a chat to you, one of the greats. Now, you're part of the SEN commentary team along with Jared Waitley. Who, how, how's he going, Barrett? He's just finished the Super Bowl. Now he's heading to <laughs> Delhi for the second test, of course. Uh, Harsha Bogle is a part of our team for the second test. And also... You've got the, the great Casper and, a, and a, a cast of thousands there. Before we do talk cricket, um, social media is showing you're on an eating tour uh, of India. Is this true? What's the best local <laughs> snack you've enjoyed so far? Because this is your home country. Ah, uh, no. It is my home country, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm, my hometown is Mumbai, like where I originally come from. So uh, I won't get there to before for the, the little break between the second and third test. So I'm looking forward to uh, heading home, meeting my mother and meeting all my friends. But before that, I just thought, like, you know, I'll ease myself into it. So I've been easing myself into some street food, which uh, Nagpur is in the same state as Mumbai. So you get a lot of things you get in Mumbai and Nagpur. So I just thought last night, I took a break from the rest of the Aussie pack, just walked the streets, you know, felt wanted to feel like a local again. Uh, and it was lovely. And most importantly... Uh, my, my, you know, I had, I had a bad feeling that Adelaide had weakened my, my stomach up, but like I think I'm, I'm glad my digestive system is able to cope with everything, uh, like it did all those years ago. Yeah, nice. I would just overload on naan bread. Well, can I? To India. Actually, it's a good point, Sats. Barrett, I've asked Casper to find out for me, but he's looking for a goat curry, so he's preoccupied. Uh, is cheesy naan a thing in India? Is that something that we've taken? And, and made up in Australia. <laughs> uh, I mean, the cheesy naan is uh, to India what the chica roll is to Australia. <laughs> I think that's the best way I'll put it. So. <laughs> oh, great stuff. I mean, look, people do have a, have a cheesy naan, but not all over, all around India. It's, a very, uh, it's in the northern part of India. So what you call Indian food in Australia is pretty much the food that comes from one particular state, which is Punjab. So... Uh, no, it's very different from state to state, and we are on our way to Delhi. I'm at the airport right now. Uh, and, yeah, we'll have a lot of naan in Delhi, but then it'll change once we head from there to Indore. Oh, nice, go. nice. Now, uh, former Australian skipper Michael Clark uh, Barrett has uh, stated that he believes that Australia's backed themselves into a corner with Swepson going home, and now there's three off-spinners in line, Murphy, uh, Kuhneman coming over, Travis Head there as well. There's four if you want to add him. As well, do you agree with his comments that Australia may have backed themselves into a corner? Um, I I still think um, you know if you just leave out that ninety-one all out and maybe the Jadeja Akshar Patel partnership, uh, I thought Australia and India pretty close till that point, and then things just slipped away very rapidly. Um, and I, I don't I don't completely agree with uh, Mike Clark on that one because I think they still have a lot of variety. I mean, Mitchell Stark is already in Delhi and. 
from all reports, he should be good to go in the second test. So that that already you have variety, and with stark bowling, you'll also make sure that there's, there's a lot of rough spots outside. The right-handers off some, and help Nathan Lyon and Todd Murphy. And Kuhn is the left-arm spinner, so he'll turn the ball the other way in case Australia want to go in with a third spinner, which is unlikely. Cam Green still not fit, 100% fit, or definitely not fit enough to be playing as a as an all-rounder. So which means that. You know they'll have to stick with the two seam, two spin attack combination. But I don't think it's a, it's a question of options or variety that Australia are lacking. I think it's just look, it happens to many teams around here. They plan, they prepare, and then there's the reality check of playing Test cricket in India. I mean, there's a reason India lost only two matches in the last um, six or seven years, and just literally what five matches in the last 15 or 20 years in India. So it is a very difficult place to win and to compete. So I think it's more to do that how they get themselves up from the just the shock and the awe of what happened in Nagpur in that second innings. Well, it's no different to touring teams when we, we open up with the Gabba. A lot of teams really struggle with the Gabba. Um, now, Barrett, uh, Todd Murphy, his performance outstanding. Uh, you've seen a lot of cricket over the years. Where does that rank in, in, in debut performances? Oh, I mean, it's right up there. And uh, honestly, like you have to tell yourself repeatedly that he was on every because he bowled like a seasoned off spinner, someone who's uh, played a lot of first-class cricket and like someone who's played a lot of first-class cricket in the subcontinent. I mean, he bowled as well as the Indian spinners did. Uh, his change of pace, his variations, his control. Uh, it was, you know, it was a performance of uh, someone who just looks like he's made to be a superstar. Uh, look, Jason Kinsler took eight wickets at this very venue in 2008. Uh, but, you know, he, he still didn't look as uh, convincing as Todd Murphy does already. So I think Australia have really found themselves a megastar. Uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, after having played just seven or eight first-class matches, so just the way he did at 22, just tells you how special he is already. Um, Barrett, I saw a great interview you did with uh, Alex Carey. If you want to check it out, look for SCN Crickets uh, on social media. You'll see it there. You you, ha- you had the chance to have a catch-up with uh, Alex Carey. You've condensed that. Have a, have a listen to this. Proactiveness, braveness, and, yeah, believing in that method and the patience as well along the way. So we had a great look at it firsthand with, with Sharma and Jadeja and Axar, um, and we've spoken a lot about it. So... Yeah, and conditions might be different in Delhi. So, yeah. you know, stay open-minded, um, play what's in front of you, um, play the ball, play the conditions, um, and do it for a long amount of time. Now, you did do a great interview with him, and that's just a, a small cut of it. But you know what I'm starting to hear from the Australian cricket team? And Sats, you've picked it up as well, buzzwords. It's motivational rubbish. The only t- the, the, If I hear the word brave one more time, they're not going to war, Right. But seriously, all they had to do was dig in and bat. India managed to do it, yes, and I know they're used to those conditions, but our batting performance in Nagpur was one of the worst I've ever seen. And and their reaction to that is we need to be proactive and brave. I'm not hearing the right words, Barrett. Uh, I, I don't know what the right words are to describe uh, the, the collapse and also to describe... Um, how you need to get out of it. But, uh, I mean, all I can say is um, they are right when they say they weren't proactive. Uh, and you just have to look at the way a lot of the Aussie batters got out. I mean, stuck in their trees, getting LBW. And I think that was the biggest issue because you saw them train in Bangalore uh, and even in Nagpur. And there was a lot of, uh, there, uh, there were a lot of them using their feet, using the sweep shot. But when it came time to 
you know, and it happens in India. Like things can just run away from you very, very quickly. Uh, and in that spell, in those 32 overs, they absolutely just panicked. You can see, you could see uh, with their footwork, it was so tentative, and uh, they just stayed in the crease. No sweep shot were attempted before Alex Carey, ironically, came out to bat. So, uh, I mean, look, yeah, you're right though. I mean, you can talk about being brave and being proactive, but to, it's it's really up to you to do that under the cosh, under the pressure that uh, is test cricket in India. Uh, and unfortunately for Australia, they haven't started off on a great note. The first time they were put under that pressure, they just collapsed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the only way is the way up from here, to be honest. It's a lot like India getting bowled out for 36, if you remember in Adelaide. Mm. I mean, if they could fight back from that, then you just have to back the Australians to fight back from this. Barrett, is uh, your first selection with the batsman, is it Travis Head? Would you be rushing him straight back into the side? I mean, it's left to me for sure. Uh, I mean, there's a bit of South Australian bias there as well. Uh, and, and he's got the moustache going as well. The last time he had that moustache, he had scored that famous 100 at the Gabba against England. <laughs> and I didn't make it a point to let him know that. So, uh, no, I think um, just, just the confidence he came on this tour with. Like, yes, he struggled in Sri Lanka, but uh, he just had a great home summer. It felt like he was batting as well as he ever has. Uh, and then to be left out, uh, would, would uh, hopefully it hasn't had a big role to play in denting his confidence, but I would bring him back in. I know it would be unfair on uh, Matt Renshaw, uh, but Matt Renshaw, just, I was very surprised with the way he played spin. He was he looked shell-shocked, really, against mm. the, against Ashwin and Jirel, after having batted so well in the last few years uh, in Shield cricket and elsewhere. So uh, just for that, I, and this is a big test. If, if Australia go down here, it's all over. So I do think it might be a, 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 a drastic move, but I would bring Travis Head right back in. David Warner, Barrett. Now, his average while playing overseas post-2018 is, is average at best. Uh, disappointing at best. It's, I think it's just average just over 20. Now, stats played a role in Travis Head losing his position, batting in the subcontinent in years past. Do you think the same may occur with David Warner in the second test? Or, because it's so important this game... Do you think they'll go with experience and keep him in there? Uh, I don't see them pulling the plug this early. Um, uh, at least, I mean, look, he didn't look very proactive, that word again, but at least he spent some time out there in the middle of the second inning, David Warner. But uh, it's a question of come Delhi, uh, do you want to, uh, do, do, who do you see having a chance of scoring rounds? I mean, do you think David Warner with his experience can just, you know, kind of, uh, he's been backed into a corner and we've seen him do his best when he's been backed into a corner in the past. So do you back him to do that and score some runs? Or do you, you know, throw Rinshaw up the order or Travis Head up the order as some have suggested? I think for, for the Delhi test, and David Warner knows those conditions really well. He's played a lot of IPL cricket in Delhi. I, w- I would back him in. It, it, it will be different to Nakpur, different kind of play. The ball will keep low. Uh, but uh, at the moment, I think the you know David Warner gets into the playing eleven for mine for mine and uh, I think the Australian selectors uh, will feel the same. Right, yeah, and Travis Head has to be there. He's also that third spinning option, mm. which would have been better than uh, Marnus Labuschagne's pies that he was throwing up on uh, day three. Hey, before we let you go, a couple of more things. What did you make? The conspiracy theorists in Australia, me included, uh, the third test being moved to uh, <laughs> indoor uh, away from the pace-friendly pitch. Um, thoughts on that? What's what's the word in India on that change of venue for the third test? 
look guys all i say is every time i walked around uh, the stadium in nagpur i got a lot of love but there were also a couple of guys in particular who kept running up to me that running down the stands whenever they saw me and demanding if i had any other conspiracy theories because this one allegedly had failed the one about the pitch in nagpur so i'm not getting sucked into any of those now look and it's when they say pace friendly conditions in dharamshala you're you're not talking the wacker or the gabba to pal trust me they'll it's basically just there'll be more bounce if it's in an altitude so the ball would have swung a little more but having said that i don't think it uh, there is any conspiracy but it's it's happened before in dharamshala it is a very odd venue in terms of its location the foothills of the himalayas uh, and it's been a very cold winter for them the winter is still not over there so i think it's more to do with that and and, and look it, it's also the home base of the sports minister of india and uh, the uh, whose brother is the treasurer of uh, the bcci so they would have tried everything they could to hold on to that test uh, i don't think they really care whether the ball swings or spins it's more about you know it is the power shots i i think it's just a case of uh, the outfield genuinely not having been ready for this test and finally what about the wpl auction uh overnight ash gardner a half a million bucks for three weeks work it's finally <laughs> arrived i was a little bit surprised by Alyssa healy 100 only a, only 122 grand for three weeks work um geez the aussie girls did well didn't they oh very much so and, and look there, there, there used to be this trend with the men's ipl when it started for the first three four five six years even now it continues the the highest earners in the IPL auction are always Australian when it comes to overseas players. Uh, and, I mean, you just have to look at that Australian women's team, uh, arguably one of the most indomitable sporting units the world has ever seen. There's no surprises that a lot of them have gone for a lot of money. And there's no surprises that Ash Gardner, I mean, with her all-round skills and uh, her record against India in particular has got, uh, you know, top billing there. Uh, and, and, look, this will keep growing. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a beginning, uh, but they'll have more teams, there'll be more money. Uh, and we'll very soon, I think, in the next few years, have our first ever uh, women's uh, cricketer becoming a millionaire at an IPL or a women's Premier League auction. Yeah, wow, it's incredible, isn't it? All right, Bharat, we know you've got to get on a flight to Delhi. We look forward to the second test, day one, all the action on SEN. You can get that by listening to your SEN radio stations or by downloading the SEN app. Good luck with the core, Bharat Sundarajan. And as always, mate, we appreciate your time on Sports Day. No worries at all. And look, you do sound less cranky already. So, much. job well done, brother. <laughs> yeah, well no, done. I'm thinking about cheesy well naan bread. That's why I'm, mm. I'm pretty good. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Cheers, guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time.